Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are in the midst of our series on heart-centered life and leadership, and we're in the section on leadership specifically. And I want to start out each episode just reminding you that we're all leaders. In one way or another, we're all leaders. We're either leaders of our family, leaders of our community, uh, leaders of our, our grandchildren, our children. We're leaders. We're leaders in our careers if we happen to have a leadership title or position. But we can even be leaders without a title or position simply by taking a leadership stance. And that's what this podcast is all about. That's what this particular series is about. Well, we've covered a lot of ground. I want to dive right in on the next section of this and continue to work our way through 21 principles that help you to determine whether or not you are a heart-centered leader and what a heart-centered leader is. So we uh, talked yesterday about you being someone of integrity, telling the truth, someone they can trust, um, that, that your associates will trust you, your colleagues will trust you, your employees will trust you, your children will trust you at your word. Number three is you are able to relinquish control. Now that's a big one. That is a big one. Whether you are a parent or whether you are a leader of a company, learning how to relinquish control at the right times can be absolutely key to your growth, to your profitability, and to the morale of wherever it is that we're talking about. Okay, So as leaders, we don't really have it anyways. All those who work for us or with us on the same team They need to have some level of control as well. They need to have some autonomy, okay? They need to be able to exhibit some creativity using their giftings and talents. And after all, isn't that why you hired them in the first place? I mean, we pay all this money to make sure we get the right people on the team, right? And then we don't even let them have the autonomy and the the freedom to exhibit their very, very best. I, I mentioned this fact a long time ago in one of my other uh, series here on empowering leaders. And uh, I mentioned the fact that, you know, uh, uh, Laszlo Bott uh, was the senior vice president of people operations for Google for about a decade. And while well, he had installed several initiatives, and one of them that, that relates to the one we're talking about right now is he let the teams have 20% of their time on ideas, concepts, principles that inspired them personally. And the morale went through the roof. I mean, these people were excited about coming to work. You know, they were a part of the success chain. They were a part of, of building something huge and, and, and impactful in the, in the community and even the world. And they were given the autonomy and the freedom to exhibit their very best. So that leader, Laszlo Bach, knew how to pull the best out of the people. All right. Um, and, and if you think it's not true that you need to do that, then try getting something done without them. <laughs> that'll, that'll help you measure up real quick. <laughs> so remember that we've got to relinquish control at times and it's okay to let them make mistakes. Number four, you know your impact and you're mindful of how your words and actions may be interpreted in formal and informal ways. So this is just really what this is in short term is this is self-awareness. This is the very first and most important principle of emotional intelligence. And we did study emotional intelligence in one of the series I did a while back. So when you are self-aware as a leader, 
you are always going to be very cognizant of what you're saying, what you're doing, how your actions might be interpreted. You're also even going to be paying attention to the expressions on the faces of your team and how they're receiving you. You're going to be sensitive to the energy that you're creating around you, the, you know, whether it be negative or positive. You're going to be sensitive to, you know, how you're coming across and your your not only your your vocal tones, but even your body language. And I did a whole series on body language a while back. <laughs> so um, it's important that you are very mindful of that. All right. Number six, you aim to serve the people that you are leading, not the other way around. So you are somebody that you know, you're interested in learning how you can help people to become their best and their best potential means that you may have to back off or you may need to provide, um, you know, some kind of special training. You may need to equip them in some way. You may need to give them a partner in a project they're working on. You need to make sure that you understand what it is they need and that you're willing to serve them at whatever level that they might need to be served. So when we do that, we put them first. We make them feel valued. We make them feel excited about coming to work. We make them feel equipped and empowered rather than stressed and fearful with the cortisol surging in their brains, paralyzing that frontal cortex. And we get a whole lot more out of them in that way. So those are, we are up to the top five at this point. I'm going to go ahead and break at this, at, at this place and we'll pick up tomorrow where we left off. Uh, but I just want to remind you, you know, when it comes to leadership, the more that we can pour into others, believe in others, and the more that we can help the teams to feel like they are, you know, are what I like to call it is necessary significance. All of us need that, that necessary significance. And, and we all need to understand that we are significant and what we contribute back is significant. When we can do that and develop that kind of a culture and that kind of an atmosphere, we are not only a heart-centered leader, but we are going to create a major game change in the culture. And I do a whole year-long series I've done for a few companies now, for several companies, uh, where it's called IPV Group Coaching. And we do, we work on emotional intelligence from every angle for a full 12 months with 12 series. And I've got another one tomorrow uh, with a, another company that I just set up. We're going to be working on mastering focus and time. And, of course, that's going to come into play with the, the leadership side of things as well as the team side of things. Well, this is Michelle Steffes with Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine. If you would like to know more about me or my services, please visit my website at ipvconsulting.com. I also have a book, Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, which is aimed in this podcast. I invite you to get the book and to look me up. Uh, let's have a chit-chat. I'm always uh, happy to offer a free strategy session at any level. And I wish you an amazing day and look forward to having you on the podcast again tomorrow. Thank you for joining me.